Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic, the Supreme Court shuts down controversial WOTUS ruling. All right, for those of you that have listened to the podcast regularly, first off, thank you. Appreciate it. But secondly, we did do an episode not too long ago talking about the WOTUS rule. For those of you not familiar that missed that episode, it's called The Waters of the United States. And we did a pretty detailed rundown of the entire history of the, the WOTUS ruling. It really started as a Clean Water Act way back in the 1970s. So if you're interested in that particular topic, please look at the show notes and I will put a link in there for you to tune into that one. So we're not going to go into the, the nitty gritty detail on all of that, but we're going to give you kind of a broad overview and then talk about this ruling and what it means going forward. So basically, the, the short history on this is um, this really picked up a lot of steam. It started as a Clean Water Act in the 70s. And then there was a ruling around 2007. There was a, actually a lawsuit. It was Sackett versus the EPA. Sackett basically was um, a contractor filling some areas by wetlands. And um, it was by Priest Lake in Idaho. And basically what happened is they tried to use the water or they create this Waters of the United States Act to sort of put broad control into the federal government. And this happened during the Obama era. And they took this as an opportunity to grab a lot of power with the federal government and control all the waterways. Now, again, I'm going to tell you my opinion on this. My opinion is, yes, I'm in favor of having clean waterways. We do not want companies dumping their waste into our waterways, especially if you're downstream. Um, it, it's a bad thing and we don't want that. But the reality is the waters of the United States ruling really is not anything about that. It really was about empowering the federal government, giving it grand sweeping control over any kind of land. And when they did this ruling, they really broadly defined what a waterway was. They basically said all water is interconnected no matter how far and we should protect all water. And there was really a lack of definition in it. So basically what this meant was if you drove a vehicle across a property and created a rut, then it rained the next day and water collected in that rut, it became part of this ruling. It became part of a waterway, which is absolutely absurd and ridiculous. It would basically give federal government full control over anything like that. So if you're trying to sell a property, if you're trying to develop a property, the federal government could shut you down, require all sorts of crazy permits, fees, of course, it's all about the money, right? And other things. And it would not only make the cost of housing go up radically, but it would basically take away almost any landowner's rights. Last thing you want to do is see a puddle of water in your property, you're going to be in trouble. And almost every property at some point after a rain has puddles, let's be honest. Okay, so this was kind of instituted then uh, during the Trump era, they struck this all down, went back to the original definition, which was pretty clear and easy to work with uh, by and large. Then during the dead of night, 
in the Biden administration, basically in 2022, between Christmas and New Year's when nobody's paying attention, he signed an executive order reinstating the Waters of the United States Act as it was originally written during the Obama era. Just basically a swipe of a pen. Hey, we're going to put this back on. Uh, sorry. Here you go. Enjoy. And again, this was always a flawed approach because there just wasn't clear definitions in it. It's just not a very good law. Again, we want to protect our waterways. It's important. But to basically just with a broad stroke of a pen without any discussion, uh, without working with the legislature and the Senate, you know, the House and the Senate, uniformly do this. This didn't look like it was going to bode very well. And shortly thereafter, the House of Representatives took this case up, this law up, and they did pass on a bipartisan basis, too. They had Republicans and Democrats uh, come together on this. Not a ton from, from one particular side, but still it was bipartisan. And and they passed a law saying that this needed to be redone and redefined. Of course, never saw the light of day. Senate didn't uh, go for it, nor would the president have signed this. So a lawsuit was created and it ensued and it went to the Supreme Court. And lo and behold, five and a half months later, we have a final ruling on this. And the Supreme Court agreed that the WOTUS ruling, the Waters of the United States ruling, was wrongfully put in place and they have shot it down. They said it was unconstitutional. That ruling just happened about a week ago uh, from when I recorded this. Now, what's interesting about this <laughs> is that certainly the environmentalists are going to be upset by this, and there's already all these PR articles out from all these organizations saying that this was irreparable harm to our waterways and so on and so forth. So the PR war has already started. But here's the thing. The ruling was 9 Zero. Every single Supreme Court justice ruled that this was unconstitutional. Nine zero. Every single one. Liberals, conservatives, all came together and ruled that this was not correct. Again, you cannot just give broad authority to the federal government. You can't stomp on state rights. You can't stomp on local rights. And you certainly can't stroke of a pen, create the sweeping regulation that really wasn't very good to begin with and has lack of definition. It hasn't been able to hold up on its own merit as it is. What this ruling does do is it kicks it back to the Biden administration to say, you need to work with the legislature and the Senate on this. You need to create more specific guidance on this if you want to protect the waterways. Now, what we found with this particular administration is they like to st strike their pen very quickly, but they really don't like to spend a lot of time on the research and the nitty-gritty details to put this all together. They just like to throw things out there, try and pass it, and see what they can get. So more than likely, what's going to happen with this is it, it's going to stay kind of dormant for a while until a group comes along and actually wants to dive deeply into this and create specific rulings on it and specific logical points. So for now, it's it's been defeated. 
uh, it was the right move by the Supreme Court. Obviously, 9-0 uh, makes a lot of sense. It was unconstitutional, broke a lot of the laws. It took too much um, federal power. And again, like I mentioned, stomped on state and local rights, as well as property owner rights by far. And it certainly had unintended ramifications uh, that certainly transcended you know, what the original intent of, which was just protecting waterways. You know, and again, if you go back in that 2000 era, when they put, you know, this lawsuit together, and then they created this Waters of the United States, they did agree that the U.S. Army Corps wrongfully took too much oversight on this. And that they wanted to send it back to the House of Representatives to rectify it, and never really did. And, um, you know, as part of the ruling with the Supreme Court justices, they ruled that it was anti-science. And again, they wanted to force the Biden administration to rewrite this and then bring it back. And really, both sides weren't happy with this because um, the liberal side of this wanted um, more protection, more definitions on how to protect everything uh, adjacent to waterways. And conservatives didn't want... Uh, this kind of broad power. So they came together at the end of the day and said, this this is this is garbage. Let's let's start over and rework this. So the truth is more than likely somewhere is something is going to happen at some point and it's gonna land somewhere in between. And hopefully it's clearly defined and it takes into account everyone's rights and it comes up with something sensible that does protect our waterways uh in in a good way, but also understands that things like puddles or ditches or very small ponds that are on a property do not require complete federal control and do not affect large navigable waterways like the Mississippi River, things like that when they're not even nearby it. And one of the attorneys that represents over 100 community organizers and environmental groups basically said that the notion that the law can't provide water uh, beds um, between roads and adjacent waterways, um, that it can't protect that is absurd and unscientific. (laughs) And this is Mr. Devine, an attorney for this group, but nothing about what he said was scientific at all. And he has no science behind the fact that a pond or a puddle on one side of a road uh, has any connectivity to uh, another waterway on the opposite side of a road. It, it's it's pretty ludicrous um, to, to try and make that leap. And, and he's trying to say it the opposite way. And I think we found that the Supreme Court agreed. And so here we stand. The Waters of the United States is defeated for now. I don't expect this to go away. It's going to continue to battle. There's going to be um, other regulation proposed, uh, whether it'll pass or not, is uh, unlikely right now with a divided government, uh, House and Senate divided, and of course, uh, a president um, as well uh, that's not going to be happy with this particular decision. So we wait, and we'll see what happens with it. But for now, it's back to business as normal. Uh, For you uh, agricultural people, for you land developers, builders, Um, This is a massive nuisance that is out of the way for the time being, but still worthy of anyone's attention as this continues to uh, work itself again back through legislature in the future, Uh, more than likely in a future administration, future 
new House of Representatives, new Senates, and uh, potentially new presidents down the road. Uh, we'll see where this ultimately lands, but for now, it's back to business as usual. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.